Hi, I'm Daniel Patterson, and you're listening to Gut Talks. Double G, U, double T. This leads us to another topic that needs time on its own, which is building trust and relationships with the customers who are willing to, I'm going to use this word, get naked while going through this whole process to get to results achieved and be willing to let go because this is very tough as well. This, I tell you what, this is something that's going to be really interesting. In the last couple of years, I have learned, personally learned a lot more about how the human brain actually operates mm-hmm. and understand understanding the different segments and sections of our brain, how we actually function as human beings. And we often think and operate in three different areas of our brain. And the first part of our brain, if it is not satisfied, it cannot move on to the next steps. And that first part of our brain is, you might be aware of the part of our brain called the amygdala. It's right down by our brain stem and it's right down the base of our, our brain. It's essentially our survival center. And if we as human beings don't feel safe and secure, we cannot move out of that part of our brain. It's the sort of face that when we're scared or we're afraid or we're extremely frustrated, can quite easily dip into rage or extreme anxiety or, and we cannot rationally think and get ourselves out of that place because we don't feel safe. And so that's got to be the first, absolutely the first approach that we have when we're building businesses and connecting with other human beings is understanding that these are human beings working with, the first question that anyone will have, even if they're not thinking about it, is this a safe, is this going to be a safe relationship? Is this, am I going to be taken care of? Is it low risk? If it's high risk, doesn't feel safe, and you're not even going to get to the point where you're going to have you know, emotive conversations or rational discussions, it's not going to happen. And if you try to, it doesn't matter because they don't feel safe. It's just going to be superseded and you're going to lose out. That second part of the brain is our sort of emotional center. And then the top part of our brain is where we develop our cognitive ability. So the creative center, the rational, logical thinking part of our brain. Quite often we skip all of these steps when we're presenting ourselves as businesses and brands and try to rationalize and try to give lots of reasons and logical reasons why they should choose you. For example, the temptation, for example, when putting an advert together is to give lots of bullet points of why they should choose you and what they're going to get out of it. And these are the 16 functions and benefits that you're going to get if you choose this product. But the reality is until you've proven yourself as being a safe, low risk option, there's no way you're going to get to that rational part where they're going to start comparing you. That middle step is the one we often miss, which is that emotional center of our brain, which is building rapport, building trust, being relatable, making people feel, well, I'm going to say happy, but whatever it might be as it relates to what we're trying to sell. And then we can talk about all the logical, rational stuff, but we skip all of those steps. So it's a fascinating process when you talk about building trust. That's absolutely the core part of that. And a big part of building trust is going to be building credibility for our brands and not skipping that step and and investing in it, in what we can do to build credibility, because it takes away that fear of risk, which is hard. We talked a lot about early designers or early small businesses or entrepreneurs that are just getting started, you don't have that credibility yet. You've got to build it, which is why when we talk about strategists, someone who's going to call themselves a strategist who's unproven, that's high risk, right? Yeah. That's enormously high risk. You're not going to even, you're going to really struggle to get a, a conversation It'll with the business. seriously. Right. Yeah. You know. No, for sure. But the thing is, even at university level, you have this being pushed, maybe sometimes for really young students, you're a brand strategist. So like, 
you're not, you know, you just can't. But yeah, it's not just a buzzword. It's the big word you mentioned or used is credibility. And this starts really early on. You know, it's today we're online everywhere. You can't hide anywhere. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I mean, our approach at highly is not to try and sell ourselves as brand strategists per se, because what does that really actually mean? It's, you know, and this is an approach that some of the younger designers or young so-called strategists might be able to take is sitting in the room and just listening and then offering a solution. Don't worry what the title is. Don't worry what yeah. it's called. If you've got a good solution in place and it's working, you've proven yourself before, particularly, you know, it's likely to have a strong rate of success, then just offer it, you know, and, and work with them. And um, if it's called brand strategy, so be it. Sometimes it's easier giving a label to these things. Yeah. And we typically approach our clients to say, okay, after initial discussions, we might say, I think we could do with doing a workshop. We've got the branding master plan framework. This is going to align really well. We'll show them what to expect. And the strategy really comes as a result of going through that process. Things start to become a lot clearer. Direction comes as a result mm -hmm. of going through a really good framework and then take it from there. Nobody needs to know that you're called a brand strategist through that matter. process. It doesn't yeah. matter because it's the relationship and the trust that's going to be more important than what you're called as such. Yeah. I mean, even myself, when I used to call myself designer, because that's what I studied, you know, at large at some point, because it was plenty, like there were lots of buzzwords around just design. Everyone's a designer and things like that. I was like, maybe I should change the way I'm called. And then, and then I was like, you know, I don't care. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> like the results that matter. Yeah. So, you know, to yeah. some people I say I'm a designer. To some people I say I work in this. It really depends just to make sure like there's a level of common understanding so we can move on right. in the conversation. Because I had yeah. this experience really early on when I had just graduated and I went to like a job fair. I think it was job fair. And I started submitting my CVs, you know, as you do as a young graduate when you don't really know what to do or how to go about things. Because the typical way of doing things is have a CV and start sending it around and then you see who answers, which is completely like the wrong approach now looking back at this. But, and I was like one of the stands, I think they were doing um, kind of shampoos and things like that. I can't remember. A big company doing uh, different things in like the healthcare space and also in uh, food and F&Bs and stuff like that. I submitted my CV and this person was like, oh, so it clearly stated that I'm a product designer. And then she's like, so she picked on that one. So you're a graphic designer. I said, no, no, I'm a product designer. No, it means you're a graphic designer. I said, no, no, I'm a product designer. It means I do this, this and that. It's like, yeah, graphic designer. I said, yes, there we go. Graphic design, you're right. And then I moved on because I was like, I couldn't be asked. And you know, this killed the conversation from both sides, not just herself, but just me as well, being naive, not, you know, knowing how to handle this. Just goes back to the title. Yeah. I mean, language can be subjective and yeah. your understanding of a word or a meaning. We talked about that in this conversation with the word brand, for example. Yeah. My understanding of brand, the word brand will be a lot different from other people's understanding of brand. So really what's important is not being right. Being right is not the most important thing when you're building relationship. Yeah. It's about trying to understand the other person. Use the language that they understand and that they appreciate and work from there. If you're defensive yeah. and that's your early interaction and relationship, that comes across as high risk yeah. and you're not going to get past, you're not going to get past that. So yeah, it's like emotional ninja. You know, yeah. it takes time to develop, you know, these sort of emotive skills that we can connect with people. Yeah. It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut Talks. This is the end of this episode of this segment with Daniel Patterson. Thanks for listening and watch out for the next one.